beautiful. Does that have anything to do with what we're talking about? No. No. But it felt right. What are we talking about? Um, we are going to talk... What? You know what? Let's start here. Last time, I watched a TV show. One episode. No context. This time, it was your turn. Yes. Tell us about what you watched, Riley. I going watched... Going straight in. An episode of Merlin, which if you listened to last week, we watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> Genre-wise, they're similar. We've got a good consensus Which going. is nice. And Merlin is a show that I presume came out in the early 2000s. It did. I think it came out in, I think the last episode was in like 2008. Yes, the CGI gives it away. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's a BBC show. I liked it. It's okay. not great. You watched... I think it's season two. Yes. It's like season two, the episode right before the finale. Finale. Um, so little thing before we get into like your point uh-huh. of like you describing it to me. Merlin is one of my favorite shows ever. Yes. Okay. Um, the problem is that a lot of the episodes, if they're not at like the beginning four or the final four, are just kind of filled with episodes. Mm-hmm. So there's, because it's an adaptation of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. I got that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but the problem is, is that, like, a lot of the episodes are just kind of, like, filler, mm-hmm. and just to kind of explore the, like, world, um, so it's hard to find an episode that, like... Is plot-driven. It plot- is tr- plot-driven without, like, being a big, like, one. Yeah. I think this one works very well. Yeah, I thought so, too. I could tell that moving forward, what happened will have consequences. Yes. Okay, so... Tell okay. us about the episode, so, Riley. Here we go. I'm not gonna look at my notes for this. What is the, the name? Is like the fires of I don't remember the name. ID the fires of some. Something. It was a word I couldn't pronounce. Yeah, they said it like three times in this yeah. episode. But yeah. Okay, so we enter the episode seeing I think the a woman doing a spell on some statues. Okay. And do you want me to fill in things as we go, or do you just want no, to No, let's go, go through me. Okay, you go first. I'll do this once, and then we'll go through it again. <laughs> okay, we'll go through it again. And so she makes the statues come to life, and they're out to kill people. And the person Correct. who caused this is Morgana? Because she kind was, of. Because she was like, I want the king dead. And she was like. Kind of, yeah. She was like, will you do anything for it? And Morgana was like, yeah. And then okay. that happened. Close enough. Yeah. yeah. And so... The statues come to life. Merlin and Arthur are buds. They're pals. I'm here for their relationship. (laughs) (laughs) They are on a quest of some sort because a scary thing is coming toward them, which is the the stone monsters. Right. And so they're out on their little quest. They don't know Morgana caused it. And then eventually the stone monsters come to... Camelot. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is the name of the, the city. That wasn't in the episode. I just knew no, that. No, yeah. The, it's, and, the, it's the kingdom of Camelot. Yeah. And yes. all these statues and slash the spell that was cast it made made everyone go to sleep. Correct. And I don't really know why that was the chosen punishment. <laughs> but okay. I think it was because it aired on primetime television. <laughs> Yeah, but I liked it. And so the majority of the episode is Arthur and Merlin dragging the king around on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. They're dragging him from place to place trying to make sure he doesn't die, which makes sense, but Fair it's enough. also quite funny to It watch. is. It's very funny. And because everyone else is asleep. Right. Also, Arthur and Merlin are trying not to fall asleep. Correct. And 
Then Merlin goes and meets with the dragon and is like, I need your help. And he's like, well, the only way to do this is to kill Morgana. And I presume Morgana has played a very pivotal role in the story yes. to this point. Yeah. So it was heartbreaking to Merlin that he had to murder her. So I'm going to interrupt you. It's really funny because um, there's, I think there's only five seasons of Merlin. Uh-huh. Um, and the second, I was rewatching some, and like the second and the third season, Merlin spends a lot of time crying. <laughs> like he spends a lot of time. Like, I think this was the inciting incident. No, like before this, there's an episode in um, the end of the first season or like the beginning of the second season where he meets a girl that he falls in love with. Uh-huh. Stuff happens and he cries like every other scene. Like Merlin <laughs> is an emotional guy. I could get, I could, I could get that from yeah, the episode. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he, he's, he's trying to deal with his feelings. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We like emotional boys. We do. And so he has to kill her and he seems very torn up about it, I presume, because he was in love with her. That's my guess. Don't okay. tell me if I'm I won't right tell yet. you yet. And so eventually they're falling asleep. Things are going horribly. <laughs> and it couldn't be going worse. <laughs> <laughs> and so Merlin is eventually like, oh, hell, I guess I have to kill her. He kills her and that's that and then he goes down into the dragon's lair and is like i did it and he was like i'll make no more bargains with you you must release me because that was like the deal earlier right. was that if the dragon helped merlin he would release the dragon so he releases the dragon which again i presume has a lot of consequences it later does. on <laughs> it does because you know dragons are very powerful and cause tend to cause a lot of destruction right they're very big and that's what i remember okay now, if I look at my notes, I'm sure I okay, forgot something. Okay, so let's go through your notes, and I will fill in gaps. Okay. Let me premise things. Um, the girl, the witch, it, her name is Morgos. Yeah. She is Morgana's sister. Oh, it I is, didn't know that. Yes, it is important because Morgana, I don't remember when in the series, background. Mm-hmm. Magic is against the law in Camelot. Mm-hmm. It's not something that can be done. You I find figured out, something was up with it because yeah. they were keeping it very You find hush-hush. out eventually that the reason that it's outlawed is because Uther, the king, uh-huh. used magic to make sure that his heir was a, a male to get Prince Arthur, ultimately killing Arthur's mother. Oh, that's why that's it's outlawed. Bad. He's mad at people. There is a subsection of, there is a section, uh, like a branch of, <laughs> branch of government, a branch of magic <laughs> called the Druids. And this is important because it's important to Morgana's character. Uh-huh. Um, Morgana discovers she has magic. Morgana is magical. She discovers yeah, that Yeah, Merlin mentioned that. Right. Morgus is her sister. Um, the episode previously, some stuff has happened where Morgana, um, meets this druid boy who was in, like, the first season. And she tries, basically Morgana is, like, obsessed with this boy. His name is Mordred. He comes back at the end and becomes, like, a knight of Arthur's. Mm-hmm. Um, but to the druids... Merlin is this very powerful sorcerer called Emrys. And so a lot of the things that he does is to protect the people of magic because the great dragon... Who's the dragon we met. We met. Has told him that he, by being Arthur's servant, will bring about the freedom of magic in Camelot. Ah, I see. Some background. Okay, let's go through your notes. Okay. Let's do it again. Here's what I wrote down throughout this. It's mainly a lot of questions. Okay, give Um, me the questions. I'll answer them for you. Figured out... That question, we're good. <laughs> My first note is that when I didn't know Morgana's name, I referred to as Fiona because she looked like Fiona. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, she's paid, played by Katie McGrath, 
who is like one of the most beautiful people I have ever She's seen. She's gorgeous. She's so pretty. Okay. I wrote these are my notes. Okay. Blondie and Merlin are looking for whatever thing that makes the king suspicious. Right. Blondie <laughs> referring to Arthur. So, um, what's really funny about that is there's a lot of uh subtextual and like I don't know if you want to call them like analyzing of Merlin and Arthur's relationship. Um, because a lot of people wanted Merlin and Arthur to be canonically a couple. Mm-hmm. I'm and, here for that. Yeah, and so there's a lot of, like, when you watch it again with, like, that lens, there's a lot of subtextual, like, love tropes mm-hmm. in there. Specifically because a lot of, like, the relationship is Merlin protecting Arthur without Arthur knowing because he uses magic and he can't let Arthur know otherwise he would be killed. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of, like... I don't want to say sexual tension, but, like, a lot <laughs> of fans... I think that's the right word. Yeah, but a lot of fans perceive it as, like, sexual tension and, like, a relationship between I'm, Merlin and Arthur. I'm here for it. I okay, like next it. next question. So, the, yeah, so... My next question is, um, I wrote, does the king die in this episode? No. He didn't. He didn't. He was very Does close. he die later? He does. Okay. And he, like, I don't know how much you care about, but he comes back and, like, kind of attacks Merlin for being magic. And, Rude. Yeah. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, his name is Uther. His name is Uther Pendragon. That's a dumb name. Um, yeah, he's not a very nice king. Uh, Arthur, <laughs> Merlin goes missing a couple of times, and, like, Uther's, like, he's just a servant boy, and Arthur's like, no, god damn it, he's more than that. And I love him. I love him. He's important to me. My next note is, has Blondie been in anything else I've seen? I answered this question for myself. He hasn't. No, I think Bradley um, Bradley James mm-hmm. plays Arthur, and I think he literally is just in Merlin and then dips out. <laughs> and Colin Morgan, who plays Merlin, is in, he's also, he's actually, he's, he was in an episode of Doctor Who, um, and then he's in a new show on Amazon. Ooh, cool. Yeah, so he's just like, I don't think any of them are on, like, social media or anything <laughs> like that. They kind of just, like, came where Merlin starred and they, like, dipped out. Nice. Like, like, respect. I respect that. Okay, have Merlin and Arthur always been buds or were they, like, rivals at no. first? No, so <laughs> the way that they became, Merlin became Arthur's servant is actually, like... <laughs> stupid so merlin grew up grows up like you find this out later like you get a lot more backstory about our merlin but he grew up in like a little village mm-hmm. and his mom knew gaius who's the old guy that our my Mer- next note is when gaius wakes up his smile creeped me out <laughs> gaius yeah gaius is kind of creepy so gaius is the basically like a ma- magical advisor to uther mm-hmm. and the um the resident doctor in camelot so Ar- Merlin goes under the pretense of like studying under Gaius, mm-hmm. um, but he like in like the first episode he runs into Arthur in the town and doesn't know who he is. Yeah, and kind of like slyly uses his magic to like beat him up, to beat him like beat him and sure. some knights up as one does. Yeah, um, and there's like some tension, and he actually gets put in the stocks because of it because he beats up the prince, uh-huh. and then it happens again, and like. He's, he says something along the line. He's like, you can't, Arthur says, like, you can't talk to me like that. And Merlin says the same thing. And he goes, sire, to, like, kind of give him respect. Um, but he becomes ser- his servant because he beats, uh, like, a siren. He, like, kills a siren who's trying to murder Arthur. And Arthur's like, oh, you saved my son? Here, serve him. And they're both like, no. <laughs> um, and then they become friends. Nice. I like it. Um, it. I wrote, it seems Mer- like Merlin's magic is flimsy. No. Is he still just a beginner? No. Okay. Merlin is, is he very like good a master? Magic. He's like, 
Um, so in the episode before, there's these certain, um, there's this crystal that only certain sorcerers can look at and see the future in. Mm-hmm. And that comes into play, not the episode, not the episode that you watched, but the, the season finale. Mm-hmm. And only like certain sorcerers can see that. So be- not only is he like powerful in like the human world, but in like the sorcery world, being Emerus. He's very powerful and like the crystal kind of like sucks him in and like stuff happens. So no, he's very he's like a okay. pretty pow- he's pre- he he's, he's pretty kind powerful. of an idiot, but he's he's like a pretty powerful guy. Nice. Um, this was just a comment I had. Arthur is like very against dressing his dad up as a woman to yes. get him out, <laughs> and that bothered me. There's, I was like, why not? It would work. It would work. No, he's like at one point I think Arthur borrows Merlin's like clothes, and he's like, these are awful, and he's like, those are my clothes. Like, don't be a dick. <laughs> Merlin, I wrote, Merlin has a tricky relationship with the dragon. What's up with that? Great question. I'm glad you brought that up. So the dragon is like in the same realm as Merlin is in like the magic world. Uh-huh. Um, and so basically what happened is Uther gathered everyone who was magical and killed them. And in the episode after, you find that. So Merlin keeps asking the dragon for help. On the premise that he will free him. Because he has to have a special a special sword that's, like, enchanted to cut mm-hmm. the chain that the dra- dragon is attached to. Um, and Merlin keeps, like, being like, I'll do it next time. Like, <laughs> next time. I'll do it next time. But he does it but this he doesn't. time. Yeah. But this time, he swore on his mother's life, which yeah. is, like, a big thing. Apparently. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's like... Uh, Okay, I'll do it. Like, you helped me out, bro. I'll help you. It does have very bad consequences. Yeah. The dragon uh, basically burns down Camelot in the Uh-oh. next episode. Um, and they have to go find a dragon lord who is basically a talker to dragons. <laughs> who we then find out is Merlin's father. And then he dies. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. What a journey. Yeah. And then Merlin's like, get out of here. And if you ever come back, I will kill you. And they're like... Uh, the dragon's like, all right. <laughs> the dragon actually comes back a couple times and like helps Merlin out um, when he's like in a situation. But yeah, no, there's some tension there because from like the very beginning, the dragon's like, I can talk to you in your head. And Merlin's like, please stop. Yeah. And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they no. have quite a relationship. The great dragon is also voiced by John Hurt. And I don't. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's a very prominent British actor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in Doctor Who <laughs> for a sec. For a hot sec. But yeah. For one episode. It was a very <laughs> yeah, good no. episode, though. The dragon is, um, like, one of the oldest magical beings, so he knows a lot of stuff. Yeah, I and, got that vibe. Yeah. And he's very, he's kind of like a troll. Yeah. Where, like, he'll say stuff, and then Merlin has to, like, dissect it. I literally wrote, I love that the dragon Loki speaks in riddles. Yeah, he does. Because, <laughs> like, he's very much, like, you have, well, we'll keep going. I'll, yeah. I'll touch on, like, Morgana stuff. Okay, yeah, there's a dragon... I wrote, I love that most of this episode is just them dragging the king around the yeah, castle. That's a good That's part. great. Um, <laughs> does, Ar- does Arthur know about the magic yet? And if not, when does he find okay. out? Okay. So Merlin knows that Morgana has magic. Merlin knows that he has magic. Like, Mor- Merlin obviously knows that he himself has magic. Yeah. Morgana does not know that Merlin has magic. Arthur does not know that either of them have magic. <laughs> and I think a lot of it is, like, Merlin relates to Morgana, and that's why he's so distraught about yeah um because he was like the only person yeah he knew so because morgana has like nightmares and once they figured out that she had magic it kind of helped with that yeah so 
Um, no, Arthur does not find out until the very last episode. Nice. Uh, which, major spoiler, he dies. Uh, he gets murked. Oh, no. By Mordred, which is why Mordred's a really important character oh. in the, like, series. She's kind of a badass knight. I was here for it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Mordred kills Arthur. Well, he stabs him while Merlin is being held hostage because Morgana finds out that he's Emerus and that's her, like, rival. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, he he kills he he stabs Arthur and then Merlin basically like drags him around the forest trying to revive him with his magic, and he goes I had magic and Arthur's revolted and he's like Why didn't you tell me? And Merlin's like What do you think? <laughs> um, but yeah no Arthur finds out but not until the, like the very last Aww. two episodes and that's a when I wa- when I first when I first watched Merlin it was like in elementary school when it was still on TV when like PBS did like BBC mm-hmm. things, um, and then I watched it again on Netflix. And it was the last two episodes, and I watched it at home by myself because my family was out, and they came back, and I was sobbing at the last episode because it's so sad. It sounds sad. It's so sad. Okay, so this is the scene where Merlin kills Morgana. Correct. Okay. Lots of questions. Okay. What was their connection, and why did it make this scene hard? I think we covered that. Yeah. Had... She been in a downward spiral, downward spiral all season. Yes. Okay. Um. So once Morgana kind of found out that like she has magic, she has a lot of resentment towards Uther because he keeps killing magical people. Mm-hmm. Um. I was actually thinking about this, and I think that this, so th- this is one of two times that Merlin has killed Morgana. Does she come back? She does. She comes mm. back. Um. Like she- long term. Yeah. She comes back, she's missing for a while, and then she comes back, and then there's some resentment between Merlin and Morgana. That's fair. Obviously. <laughs> he, he murdered her. her. Um, and then he pushes her down the stairs. So, the thing is, is that Merlin is, like, very willing to be on the defensive to protect Arthur, uh-huh. um, except for when it comes to his friends. And so I think this, like, this episode before is kind of, like, the moment where Morgana chooses, like, the dark, like, the dark path against mm-hmm. Uther and in turn Arthur um and I think that like Merlin had hoped to like save her and that's why it like hurts him so much mm-hmm. to kill her because they're friends and yeah. he like doesn't want to kill his friend like that I wouldn't kill like no. um but I also think that that's why he gave Morgos like the what po- poison it is because he didn't want her to die like he's like I he says like I don't want her to die as much as you do but yeah so I think that there's a like a kinship because they both have magic and they're kinship. both hiding it for their own safety. That makes sense. But yeah, no. Merlin is a sensitive boy. Um, I wrote I wrote this down. I don't remember what exactly happened, but I wrote, does that weird sludge tornado mean they're both dead? No, they just <laughs> she just uses magic to make them disappear okay. and go someplace else. The one that Morgos does, and then they both disappear, and then Arthur's like, where is she? And yeah. Merlin's like, I don't know. Yeah. So I'm gathering, the king is not worth saving. The king's a dick, no. Okay, and Mor- I don't like him. Morgana is evil, kind of. Yeah, she progressively, after that season, she progressively gets worse. So she gets, like, she comes back and is kind of, like, on the inside, and then she gets, like, ostracized to a hovel as, like, a, she gets added as a witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's, <laughs> Arthur's like, kill her! And she's like, I, because she learns... I don't know if I told you that she learns that, she, uh, so she's his ward, which just means, like, her dad was a soldier that fought for Uther, mm-hmm. um, but you can't, I can't, I believe, if I remember correctly, that she's actually his daughter, um, and so she has a, she has, like, claim to the throne mm-hmm. after Arthur, 
Um, so mm. once she figures that out, she's like hell bent to kill Arthur to get the throne. That's some Game of Thrones shit, yeah, right no, there. But, and like a lot of it, she, she's always like, Merlin keeps fucking getting in my way. What's the deal with that? <laughs> um, when like Mordred comes back in the future episodes, he knows that Merlin is Emerith, but he doesn't tell Morgana until like the end of the series, mm. which is like kind of homie move, I guess. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's all the questions I have. Do you have questions for me? Um, I mean, what did you, th- like, what is your thought, um, overall of it? It's very similar to Game of Thrones. It is, yeah. I enjoyed it. I'm here for the genre. What's interesting is, like, I always wanted to enjoy high fantasy mm-hmm. stuff, but I could never get into it. Yeah. Until I started watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, and I enjoyed it. I don't know if I would keep watching it, though. Yeah. I think that there's, like, some really good... There's important character development. Yeah. I mean, for all shows. I, mean, I like Merlin. Yeah, Merlin. He's cool. I had the biggest crush on Colin Morgan in That's my fair. youth. I still do. I think he's adorable as hell. I think it's it's just, like, a fun show to yeah. watch. And, like, it doesn't really get heavy until, like, the fourth season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's actually really funny because one of my... I Googled, I Googled like... Best top t- 10 Merlin episodes mm-hmm. um, to be like, which one should like, which one should I have Riley watch? And my favorite one is in season five, season five and it's called A Servant of Two Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically what happens there is like Merlin gets kidnapped by Morgana and she places like a spell on him mm-hmm. where his only thought is to kill Arthur. Oh. And like they have, he has to like do all this stuff to like fix it. But it's not super important to the plot. <laughs> and I was like, it has to be important to the plot. But that was like, every, every like, paper or article was like, that's the number one episode of Merlin. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. It's my favorite too, but it doesn't have anything to do uh, with the plot, really. I enjoyed it. I, I did really like it. I think the, uh, how I could tell it was made over ten years ago, mainly just with the dragon, was a little off-putting, the, but I got past that. The CGI really do be hitting different with that yeah, one. I made it through all of Doctor Who. I can make it through anything. <laughs> yeah, BBC is very consistent with, like, how kind of crabby their <laughs> CGI is. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it's a good show. I think people would like it if they watched it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. My sister always was like, I liked it first. And I was like, okay, well, like, I could still like it. Yeah. It's not a competition. Yeah. All right, to your rating. I'd give it... Medium-sized dragon out of a full-size dragon. <laughs> <laughs> because last week I gave Game of Thrones a dragon out yeah. of a dinosaur. You get, you get, Merlin gets half of a dragon out of yeah. a full-size dragon. It's not quite Game of Thrones for you. I think that that's interesting because, like, I didn't really care for Game of, Thr- Game of Thrones, but I love Merlin. Yeah. But I also watched Merlin first. Yeah. And you didn't really, you didn't hate Merlin. No. But you really like Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I wonder if it's just because of, like, when we watched it. No, I think it is. First. I've definitely noticed, like, whatever you see first is what you like the most. The best. Like, I have some very unpopular opinions about movies because I saw the sequel first and, like, the sequel's my favorite. Let's not let's not move past that. What movie did you watch the sequel first? Iron Man 2. Okay. Um, And I like Iron Man 2 better than the first one, which no. is a very controversial wow. opinion. Wow, really out here... <laughs> Stirring up trouble. In the yeah, Marvel that's universe. probably the most prominent one. <laughs> really? That's like, yeah. I don't know. Others. I think that's about it, but, but yeah. The sequel, like, have you ever 
purposely done that and watched like the sequel first or was it just kind of a happened no it's just kind of what happened like it was on and we watched it and, and they were like i guess we should watch the first yeah one. i distinctly remember iron man 2 was on netflix and it was the only marvel movie on netflix oh. which in hindsight does not make sense no <laughs> and then i watched it and i really enjoyed it and then i saw the first one and i don't know i like the first one fine but i'm more entertained by the second one and i know a lot of people don't agree with that mm. So. Spicy controversy over here. Riley Yutley's hot takes. <laughs> hot take. <laughs> I really, yeah, I never really got into, like, the whole Marvel thing. Yeah. I love Marvel. We'll have to have an episode about it one okay. day. We'll do that. But, um, yeah, I did like Merlin. I think it is the thing where, like, whatever you saw first is what you yeah. like the most because that's what sets the standard. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think this episode did a good job of, like, I mean, like I said, Merlin spends a lot of time crying in, like, the first couple, like, the first few seasons. Mm-hmm. But I think that this one kind of really showed, like, the internal struggle that he has yeah. when it comes to killing his friend for, like, the greater good of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the scene where he slaps Arthur. And Arthur's like, what was that? And he's like, maybe don't fall asleep and then I will have to slap you. Oh, yeah, that was a nice he's scene. Like, he's like, do it again. Cause, so I think it gives you, like, the full range of, like, yeah. the ability, the, like, writing in mm-hmm. Merlin. Something else about watching, like, an episode in the middle that I think makes my rating of it maybe unfair yeah. is when I go into a TV show, I have to watch the first three episodes. Like, I can't, my theory is you can't really get into a show until you've watched it for a while. Yeah, well, and I did And it took me a season and a half to get into right. Game of Thrones. I do that with books. Like, yeah. you, have, you have the first five chapters, and mm-hmm. after the first five chapters, if I'm not into it, I'm done. Yeah, so I'm assuming if I kept watching Merlin, I'd probably pick it up and really enjoy it. Yeah. So, but I liked it. It was, it was fun. It was fun. It was a fun little, we'll have to not do, like, a fantasy. We're not next time. <laughs> no, that's right. You already decided, yeah. Stay tuned for next week. We got a fun one coming. We like to throw a little spiciness in here. Should little... it be a surprise or should I give no, a hint? No, I like to surprise. I think surprises okay. are fun. It's going to be fun. Okay, let's move on to the movie. Um. Okay, well, so let's start here. We had planned on watching Parasite. Yeah. Um. I forgot that it was not dubbed in English. That's not a huge problem. Except for that I had planned to multitask while watching it. We watched it. it at 2 p.m. on a Friday. We did. But I was like, I should do homework. I should, like, plan ahead for the weekend. So we did end up watching it. But we watched The Truman Show first. Yeah. Starring Jim Carrey. I have movie. seen I have seen The Truman Show many a times. I have not. You. This is your first time yes. seeing it. Um, let's talk about it. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I knew I would. Because I've seen it all over the place and knew that it was a type of movie I would like. I usually don't dislike movies that much anyways. Yeah. But it was awesome. Jim Carrey sometimes overwhelms me. And in this movie, he doesn't overwhelm me, which is nice. Yeah. So, synopsis of The Truman Show. Baby Truman is adopted by corporation. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's, let's, we'll get into that. Um, then, Truman's life, entire life, from like being in the womb to the end of the movie, is filmed. Yes. All of it. for Like a reality show. Yeah. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's creepy. For 30 years for people to watch. And everyone in his life is an actor, except for him. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who does not know that this is a TV show. Yes. Yikes. Yeah. It's 
it's a scary concept. It's it kind of makes you think, is that happening to me right now? <laughs> I know, like just as soon as you watch it, you're like the suspicion of somebody doing that. Yes, terrifying. And also, just for reference, this movie came out in 1998. Yeah, it is 22 years old. Yes, it was. It came out before I was born. It came out the same year I was born. Yeah, so it's old. I think it was one of Jim Carrey's. Probably was, one of his breakout movies. Yeah, it was after The Mask, but before Ace Ventura, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yes, it also stars Ed Harris, who, in his opinion, plays God. Yeah. <laughs> like Talk about a God complex. <laughs> it's so insane, because I feel like what's super weird, I think for me, what's super weird, is like, when you meet his, Truman's wife, mm-hmm. love interest, she's very much like, just did it for being on TV. Yeah. Like, from the moment, like, they interact, when she, like, trips and falls on him, she's like, I'm on TV, and I'm gonna, like, egg this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> and then the fact that people break into, I don't know, what do you call it? The, the set. The set. <laughs> the island that they live on. Which is ab- above the Hollywood sign and can be seen from, from space. space. Like the Great Wall of China. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, I know that some, like psychology classes and sociology classes watch the movie to like analyze it Mm -hmm. it's just it's so bizarre and just i don't know i just i have brain empty brain empty no thoughts no thoughts (laughs) just just confusion also like they're like here truman experience these like horribly traumatic things for the sake of a plot yeah what i found so terrifying about the movie is that it would happen in real life People are so, I don't know, like, messed up that they would get entertainment out of doing this. I mean, reality television is a thing that exists. Right. And this, honestly, is not far off from it ethically. I, like, I'm thinking about, like, Big Brother. Yeah. Um, I'm also thinking about, like, YouTube and uh-huh. how people are so, like, listen, if you can make money just kind of filming and hanging out with your friends, pop off. I'm all here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the reality of, like, having a camera on you all the time without ever knowing. Also, like, the legality of that. Mm-hmm. Like, we were when we were talking about it after we watched the movie, because I was like, he could, pro- he could sue them, right? Like, he could sue yeah. the Mega Corp people. But, like, technically, from, like, birth to 18, he was legally, like, under their control. So, like... He has no legal... Like, I don't think he has any legal standing there. No. But, like, 18 plus, he I feel does. like he has a pretty good case. Yeah, I think so, too. I just... I don't know. I remember finishing it and just thinking, poor Truman. Like, he didn't deserve this. Yeah. Like, why would someone do this to a person? And somehow, he just walked out... I mean, we don't know what the repercussions were afterwards, but he seemed fine. Yeah, he's just like... And if I don't see it, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And then just went, yeah, and just left. I'm wondering. Here's my theory, okay? <laughs> here's my Truman conspiracy theory. He didn't actually get to leave. Mm-hmm. They, the, the door ha- thing happened. Ed Harris, with his God complex, was like, don't go. Mm-hmm. The world's worse out there. And then they just, like, tackled him and threw him into a room <laughs> after he, like... Because that place was huge. Yeah. And so, like, I highly doubt that he, like, walked... After, like, the... He hits the wall. He walked from, like, the wall to, like, the outside world. Yeah. He probably, like, 
ran into people and they just grabbed him and threw him in a room and then everybody's like, where's Truman? And nobody knows. Yeah. I like to be optimistic. I I think he got out. (laughs) But I also, one other thing I remember, I think I said it multiple times throughout the movie when we were, when he was trying to escape was like, just go to the end of the water. You'll hit a wall eventually. Yeah. That's what he does. He does. You were like foresight. I think that they... The one thing that, like, I think worked really well is, like, all the trauma they inflicted on him. And being like, you can't, like, water is terrifying because your dad drowned. Yeah. Like, okay, that's smart Mm -hmm. in, like, the long run, but also, like, poor guy. I'm like, do you have any empathy for this human? Well, and I'm wondering, like, because it kind of seems like it's not a, like, monetary gain Uh that he's getting. It's like in a like a control. Oh my gosh, game. Ed Harris! What I loved about his character and his performance is that he truly believed what he was doing yeah. was good, yeah. and that what he was doing was right. And he th- he loved Truman. Like from his point of view, I think he loved Truman, which is messed up because he tortured the poor man. Yeah, no. <laughs> which makes a great villain. Oh, it does. Because, like, he's, he doesn't realize that he's the villain. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. It's crazy. It's a very good movie. It's so good. And it really holds up because I think it's more relevant now than it was when it came out. Also, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about was there's a scene where I think someone breaks into their house or something like that. And his wife's like, Something bad's happening to her. And then she just holds up a thing of cocoa powder. He's yelling at her. Yeah. He, he, it was when he had gotten in the car and driven around the, like, thing and then was like, oh, it's blocked off. Better go home. And yeah. then he went around the roundabout again. And then he was like, oh, look. And they, like, crossed the bridge. Mm-hmm. And then there was, like, that hazmat situation. The guy's like, mm-hmm. no problem, Truman. And he's like, how the fuck did they know my name? And then he yeah. starts, like, running and he gets tackled. Yeah. And she just shamelessly does a product placement in the middle of this man's nervous breakdown. this man finding out his life is fake. Like. Yeah. That's messed up. Or like, yeah, because I think, I think, hear me out. Had she not fluffed up a uh-huh. lot as he was having like that nervous breakdown, I don't think he would have, I he probably would have, but I thought, it, I think he would have tried less, like not as hard to like get out. Because when he's like holding her with the, I can only think of the automatic from the Lorax, where she's like, do, do, oh, do, yeah. do, do, but the, the eight-in-one peeler thing. Yeah. And she's like, do something. And he's like, who are you talking to? Yeah. I think had she not flubbed up there. He would have never figured it out. Yeah. And not never, but it would have been slower. It would have been prolonged. Yeah. She would, he would have been able, she would have been able to get away with, like, convincing him that he was. Oh, also, the amount of gaslighting in this movie. <laughs> it's literally just, just the being gaslit movie. the whole time. And the entire time. That's, like, that's the entirety of this movie. Yeah. I think it's a very philosophical movie. I think it's a very, like, intentional and detail-oriented yeah. film. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's also funny. And yeah. Jim Carrey just does a good job in anything that he's in. Yeah. I really, really liked it. I think it's one of... It's probably one of the top 50 movies I've ever seen. Wow. I don't know where and that you've only like. watched it once. Yeah. I feel like every time I watch it, too, because I've seen it... Oh, and I'm sure you pick up something different yeah, every time you I watch it. Yeah, I notice something different every time. I just gotta say that I think my favorite part is that the control center is on the moon. Mm-hmm. I think that that's... Great detail. The, the best idea ever. Like <laughs> Mission <laughs> like, controls at the, the moon, moon instead of on Earth. <laughs> that's fun. 
Oh my god. <laughs> that is that's a little like spicy little thing there. Just a little throughout. No, I yeah, good movie, high quality. Get, like also the guy who plays his his best friend, mm-hmm. who's like, I've been on this show since I was seven. And then it's like, that's really cool. Oh, sorry. You're good. And then he's like, ah, gaslighting. I also wonder, like, where does he live? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do, the, do, like, his parent the the actors and stuff. Do the actors get to go home? Yeah, or do they, like, live in the houses on the set? That's against labor law. That has to be, right? Like, it's yeah. gotta be. Yeah. It's, it has to be. But, yeah, his friend is interesting. And he's also carrying a six-pack of beer everywhere he goes yeah. because product placement. And, like, I don't know, talk masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> of beers and golf yes it's a great movie what would you rank it um i would rank it i would rank it uh three tinfoil hats out of four nice what would i rank it i would rank it 4.75 moons out of five (laughs) where does the 0.25 go which is all the gaslighting and manipulation (laughs) yeah good concept good characters well executed well executed too much gaslighting for Mm -hmm. me yeah it's so good. I'm excited to watch it again. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a movie that, like, <laughs> no matter how many times you watch it, it's enjoyable, even mm-hmm. though you know the outcome. I remember I was flying home, or I was flying back to school. Uh, I was flying somewhere. I don't remember where it was. <laughs> but the girl in front of me was watching the Truman Show on her computer, and I had purposely, like, downloaded things on my phone to do. No, I'm just going to watch it. She had the subtitles on and everything. Nice. And she, I just watched the Truman Show. Like, I was like, <laughs> this again yeah 10 out of 10 would watch again the rewatchability factor is so great i might watch it later i don't know we'll see what happens all right what are we recommending this week what am i recommending this week yeah i am recommending hmm grilled cheese you know what actually i recant that that the grilled cheese aren't good (laughs) i'm (laughs) grilled cheese are good i think grilled cheese are good i am recommending have you you don't have tiktok i have tiktok (laughs) I'm not cool enough for TikTok. <laughs> you, you feel like I know my niche and TikTok is not it. Yep. There's these, like, um, tortilla things where you, like, cut it. You cut it to make, like, you cut half of it in half. And then each quarter you put, like, a different topping. And then you fold it up. And then you panini press it. And mm-hmm. you have, like, a little Taco Bell thing. Like a Taco Bell crunch wrap. Nice. I recommend those. Nice. I those, like they're it. They're so good. Delicious. That's a good recommendation. Thank you. What do I recommend? I recommend picking up a hobby i recently started learning how to take photos Ooh. and this was because it was part of the requirement for my major <laughs> but also i've genuinely been interested in it for a long time and today i got to take some action shots of courtney skiing and it was a lot of fun I love and that. i'm starting to get not bad at it so listen practice makes you better at yeah this. it's a lot of fun i enjoyed it and do something you've always wanted to do yeah that's what i'm recommending this week i picked up a lot of hobbies over quarantine that i just ha- haven't continued yeah like um, that's okay we're it's... gonna paint this weekend that's yeah we exciting. are i'm excited to paint yeah do you have any entertainment recommendations entertainment recommendations oh um watch up on po- uh, from up on poppy hill one of the studio ghibli movies nice oh my god so good last night i watched three studio ghibli movies in a row also good. Nice. Like The Wind Rises, also a good one. It's about it's a based on a actual Japanese um airplane engineer, but it's like fictionalized mm-hmm. because it's a Studio Ghibli movie. But like this man, his name is Jiro 
And, like, the way that he runs when he's in, like, something happens with his lady. Mm-hmm. And, like, he moves so fast. I thought he was Sonic the Hedgehog. He was moving and he was, like, sliding into stuff. And, like, the Studio Ghibli animation is just so beautiful in of itself. Mm-hmm. And it made it so much, like, better. Mm-hmm. I don't know what there's something about just, like, the quick movements and the water that Studio Ghibli does. that I'm just, like, beautiful. Nice. It's art. And it's so relaxing. I those love are my, it. Those are my two movies. Just nice. watch Studio Ghibli movies in general. I have two recommendations. One is to watch the movie Jojo Rabbit, released so in 2019, directed by Taika Waititi. So good. Who's a genius and won an Oscar for writing that movie. I and love, he plays Hitler. So and like, he does play Hitler. The plot may be off-putting when you yes. find out what it's about. But hear me out. It is the funniest, most heartwarming movie I've ever seen. I've only watched it once. I watched it with you yeah. and some of our housemates. It was so good. It's so good. It's, it's so good. Hysterical. Yeah. But also, by the end, your heart is full and yeah. you are happy. Even I, though it's a movie about Nazis. I think it does a good job of, like, being in between that line of, like, con- like controversial isn't the right word, but that's the word I'm going to use. Mm-hmm. Controversial, but also, like, giving the me- message in, like, a good way that's mm-hmm. not, like, anno- not annoying, but not, like, aggressive. Yeah. And the reason I bring this up is because in one of my comm classes this week, we <gasps> oh were talking God. about um, dehumanization, Aww. and a lot of people were using news sources, and I was oh, like, no. but Jojo Rabbit is a really good example yeah. of dehumanization and how people can get better, and how yeah. people can learn. Because he literally learns on his own. Yeah. Like, his mom kind of helps him, but mm-hmm. for the most part, he learns on his own. Yeah, with the help of Elsa, the Jew hiding in the attic. But... I highly recommend it. I wrote my weekly issue post about it this I week. I love that. And it's it's one of my favorite movies. I'll say that a lot, but, like, if I had to rank my top three favorite movies, Jojo Rabbit is one of them. Top three favorite movies of, like, all time? Yeah. Is Iron Man 2 in there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just bring it full circle. No, but I love the, I love the callback. <laughs> Thank you. I think what, what else is up there? Finding Nemo has been one of my favorite movies forever. Finding Nemo is a good movie. It's a great movie. I re- re- I recently rewatched um, Sleeping Beauty. Uh huh. Um, I, I forgot how good that movie. is. It is good. It's yeah. beautiful too. Like the animation is beautiful. Yeah, but yeah, and I love Little Women, the oh, remake, and the one with Winona Ryder is really good too. Yeah, I should check it out. And Pride and Prejudice with <laughs> Keira Knightley <laughs> has been one of my go tos for um, quarantine. Nice. But yeah, so Jojo Rabbit, watch it. Watch it's it. It's worth your time. You will love it. I promise. Yeah. I and think... then my other, I have one more. Okay, I'm ready. It's a music recommendation. <gasps> music? Yeah. I've been listening to an artist called Sammy Ray. Ooh. She makes great music. It's kind of on the line between jazz and folk music. Ooh, what an interesting combination. And I love it. It is right up my alley. Highly recommend. I found her because Dodie posted about her on her Instagram I, one listen, time. <laughs> I love Dodie Clark so much. <laughs> I went and saw her live a couple of years ago when quarantine wasn't a thing. And mm-hmm. I bought her new album stuff because I was like, I need it. We will stand Dodie in this yes. house. If you stand Dodie, I think you'll stand Sammy Ray. Okay, I will I will look into it. I specifically recommend the songs Denim Jacket and Flesh and Bone. Okay. Those are my two favorites. What is the vibe? Is it like is it like Hosier or is it more like a beat? Or is it more like sad? Because I have found 
that I tend to listen to sad music. It's not very sad. It's pretty upbeat. It's a vibe. Yeah. I like it. It's good driving music, if oh, that makes sense. It does. Is it driving? Okay. I know that this is getting very specific, <laughs> but listen. Is it driving music like you can listen to at like 2 a.m.? Or is it driving music for more of like a sunny day with like the windows down? Both. Astronomically <laughs> beautiful. Uh, so Iconic. That's what I recommend. She also just released a new EP. The power of people who do music. I love when people are like, they released a new EP and everybody's excited. Um, a song that I found on TikTok, which is like Ricky Montgomery. I don't know if you've listened to him. He's pretty good. High rec. Nice. Um, he released a mix of one of his like really popular songs um, with um, MXM Tune, mm-hmm. who sings prom dress. Um, and <laughs> people were shitting on it. Aww. It's, listen... It's good. It's not my favorite remix I've ever heard. But, like, people were, like, being really mean about it. Oh. And she, I saw a TikTok, and she was she commented on it, and she's like, wow, I really should not have read the comments. And I was like, no! Oh. <laughs> like, that's so sad. Oh. Um, but, yeah, good good Rex this week. Yeah, good Rex. Good Rex. Is there anything else? For a shift in genre <laughs> Hopefully. and out-of-context reviews. Are we just super cliche we're just always just like high fantasy because <laughs> everything we always have we've to have run one. out of high fantasy shows for me i think i'd have to go back in the in everything i've ever watched <laughs> just but. like go through all of your different accounts and be like i don't know if i've watched that one you know what would be a good high fantasy show is good omens have you seen that show i've watched an episode of it okay it's good yeah there's one on netflix called um uh, a letter to the king mm, that's nice. pretty good That I've watched. Maybe I'll make you watch that one. Sure. I'm not emotionally attached to that show, though, like I am to Merlin. Tune in next week (laughs) for more fun chats. Yeah, just just full... More good recs, more movie reviews. Just full, no no thoughts, just talk. (laughs) No thoughts, brain empty. No thoughts, brain empty. I gotta think of something to play us out. Um... If Merlin had a theme song, what would it sound like? It's like, it's like... Beautiful. (laughs) Thank you.